0: Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's FPL Matt Day here. This is my live match week to FIFA World Cup fantasy football podcast. It's going to be a good one tonight. Look, It is just me. No Quinton from the FPL Amateurs of Oz. He could not make it tonight. Obviously, he was on last week's uh, game week one um, of the World Cup fantasy podcast. Um, he can't make it tonight. At D10, Daniel Capillare, he's actually over in Qatar for the World Cup right now. So he can't be here tonight, which is unfortunate, but they will be back for future fancy football and future podcasts that we've got coming up during this World Cup. Just before we start, if you can please give the video a like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done already, and hit the notification bell so you do not miss an upload. There's so much content coming in the next couple of weeks whilst we, you know, go through this this you know really brilliant World Cup that we've seen so far. Talking about things that are brilliant, there's things that probably aren't brilliant and that is this World Cup fantasy. It's not been the best game so far, which I will touch upon you know, throughout this podcast. Um, I'll bring up some comments. I've had some really nice comments as well that have come in, so I'll bring them up as well just before we get into some of the content. Um, but what we are going to do tonight is I'm going to go through uh, my team. I'm going to go through my transfers. That I've already made my chip strategies. So I've got a chip activated for this match week. So I'll go through that as well. Um, I'll bring up the fixtures. I'm going to pick a player from each fixture um, that I think is going to be good for this uh, for this match week, for the fantasy game. Um, and then I've also got a special clip um, from at D10 Football, who is live over in Qatar. He's been there all week. He's been to so many games. It's just phenomenal. He's, he, he's got a really good clip to show from the Australia-France game he went to. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, And there's just some fantasy tips in there um, because there's a few players in there that he recommends uh, from the eye test that you should have your eyes on for match week two. Um, But before I get into it, let's bring up some of the comments um, that have come in. So we've got onto the ball uh, just with the let's go comment as he is buzzing for the podcast. He's been doing some great content during the World Cup as well, as has this man. Vamos football Ferreira, plenty of uh, really good reaction videos after every world cup game so go and check him out um and then a comment here from Ernesto Zanetto saying keep it up thanks mate really appreciate the support and then Alexis has just come in with the uh, with the hi mate so welcome to the podcast um just a couple of things as well to touch on before I do get into uh the content for the night I just want to say You know, what an absolutely crazy uh, fantasy format this is. Um, You know, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. 24 hours before deadline, we had an absolute U-turn with the rules. Um, It was just crazy. We went from, you know, all these rules we thought were set in stone. um, You know, three points, uh, every three passes, uh, key passes, you'd get a point. Um, Every three tackles, um, you'd get a point. Uh, Goalkeeper saves. If you win a penalty, you get two points. I have no idea what has happened to some of these rules. Uh, you know, I, I, I picked Kevin De Bruyne in my team as an example because I thought De Bruyne is in my team. He's going to get key passes, you know, key pass after key pass. Nothing. There's been no points updated for the key passes. Nothing for goalkeeper saves. Gareth Bale won a penalty for Wales um, against the US. Where's the two points for him winning the penalty? I don't think anyone knows what is going on with, with the game there. The app's a mess. I think there was a rumor that before the deadline in match week one, you know, you could make all your transfers. If you click the wildcard, it would allow you to click the wildcard button, um, activate your transfers and have an unlimited budget. So, yeah, it was absolutely insane. And now they're saying for match week two, you could potentially hit the wildcard button and then continue to make unlimited transfers throughout the match week, which effectively gives you a free hit um, for match week three. Um, which then means you can pick another sort of free hit team for match week three. So it's it's, it's absolutely crazy. The, ga- the game is just a mess. I've had a lot of people uh, message me just saying, look, I've deleted the app. I, I can't do this game. You know, really not enjoying it. FIFA have obviously not produced a great product for this. You know, when you compare it to UEFA games and what they've done with the Champions League. Um, so yeah, look, I, I can see that, but you know, not all is lost. I'm still going to play the game. I'm still going to bring differentials. I'm still going to bring captains. Uh, players to watch and go through the fixture, So we're still going to enjoy what we've got of the game. I know there's a lot of bugs. I know there's a lot of things people aren't happy with, um, but I'm still going to bring the best that I can and enjoy it as well because, you know, it's the World Cup um, and it is a good sort of side game to FPL as well. So um, just a comment that's come in. Uh, welcome to the stream, mate. We just had a, a Vamos España. So glad for my team. 7-0. I'm gutted not to go with Asensio instead of even Hazard. Um, that's unlucky, mate. Look, I think with Hazard... It was potentially the right call on the day. You know, Canada first up. Um, he was expected to be on pens as well. And we've seen quite a few pens already in this. Uh, obviously, Ronaldo, Messi. We saw Oski with a pen. Aaron Davies got a got a pen in that game between Belgium and Canada. So, probably wasn't the worst pick on paper. We would have expected him to be on pens. I mean, Hazard takes pens. He always scores his pens. Um, yeah, and obviously, Spain winning 7-0 is an absolutely uh, brilliant result as well. So, I actually missed out on that game. I was going to go with and Torres. I didn't. Um, look, I did go Rich Arlison, so I, I've done pretty well there. He's obviously got the two goals. Um, so you know, we all miss out on points. Obviously, picked Belgium um and, and Courtois, um, who ended up getting some good points in the Belgium-Canada game. But, you know, I then decided with the cheaper goalkeeper combination. So, you know, we, we win some, we lose some, but not to worry. We're here for match week two. So um, let's get into match week two. And what I want to do first for match week two is i want to just show you this really really awesome video that at d10 football daniel capillaro has sent in for this fantasy podcast um yeah this is absolutely brilliant so i'm going to bring it up now um so i'm going to share the screen and bring it up um and this is uh, just so for the viewers that are watching live or for the viewers and um, that'll be watching this on pre-record um you can follow him there, as you can see on the screen, at D10 Football. Um, if you are listening on, on the podcast recording on Apple or Spotify, you can also follow me on there now, um, FPR Matt Day. Um, go check Daniel out on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, and here's his video, live from the World Cup outside the stadium between Australia and France. Yeah, this is brilliant. So I'm going to share screen and play this now because it is an absolutely awesome clip. So here we go. Enjoy this. And there's some tips on this. Uh, on this clip from Dan um, that actually give some really good inside information as to who to pick for your team uh, for Match Week 2. So have a listen to this, everyone. sorry everyone i've just realized there was well apologies everyone i've just noticed there's no sound coming from the video from daniel so what i'm going to do um, is I'm going to have to use this one in tomorrow's um, preview show. So I'll be doing a preview show tomorrow night. It will actually involve the FPL amateurs of Oz, Quinton as well. So we um, will work out how to get the sound involved. So that will work for tomorrow night. And then you can listen to everything Daniel has to say on there at the Temple. Because these these comments you do not want to miss. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Live outside the stadium. From a fantasy point of view, I just could a quick rundown of what he did say. French players, obviously France winning 4-1. Giroud, brilliant. He says, look at him for your team. Uh, Kylian Mbappe as well, looked so sharp. Get him in your team as well. Really impressed with Griezmann and obviously Rabiot as well. Um, so really impressed with the with the French. But even from an Australian point of view, they obviously played Tunisia this weekend. Keep your eyes on the goal scorer of Craig Goodwin. You know, Flying up that left-hand side, Dan was really impressed with him. But I will have that full clip on tomorrow's uh, podcast. Um, so yeah, apologies for that. The sound, um, has failed me this time, but we will get there, um, next time. And Dan has got some really awesome comments, um, that he had sent in for this podcast. Unfortunately, the sound, uh, just decided to not want to work, um, for now. So, um, that'll be on tomorrow. Like I said, he's actually just joined the, uh, the, the, um, the stream here is Quinton Dunn. Love it. Thoughts on bail one week punt. So Quinton is going to be on, on the podcast tomorrow night. It's going to be a preview of uh the world cup so far everything we think about that and then we're going to go straight into a watch along between australia and tunisia it's going to be brilliant because quinton's obviously a massive passionate soccer i'm, I'm back in the soccer as well so we're going to be really into that watch along um, and then me and q can play those clips from dan tomorrow night and we'll get the sound working and you can experience everything that is going on at the world cup in qatar it's going to be brilliant so Look, Q has asked uh, thoughts on bail for week one as well. So let's share the screen. Let's get into the fantasy content now. Um, let's get involved. Let's share the screen. Let's go through the fixtures. And let's help Q and all of the viewers out uh, for match week two. Um, so what we'll do is we'll start off uh, with Wales versus Iran there, which leads us really nicely into Quinton's uh, question. So we've got Wales versus Iran. Iran obviously losing 6-2 to England, Wales drawing 1-1 to the US. Um, look, I'm going to say Bale is a great punt for one week. He is a striker in the game. Um, they've obviously given him that forward position, so you're not going to get as many points, um, you know, as if as if he was a midfielder, which he's, is what he's been classified, you know, a long time ago in the Premier League FPL. He was also a defender when he first came in the game. But, you know, he's obviously transitioned into that forward role. But I think he's a great punt. Iran um, have obviously let ship six goals. Gareth Bale's on pens. So we've seen that Gareth Bale's on penalties. Um, so yeah, Gareth Bale is a great pick for this game. He was going to be my pick for this anyway. So Quinton's already got there first. Um, I'm going to bat Wales. Bale is my uh, fantasy pick for this game. I think Wales will win this game uh, by two goals to Neil. Bale, I'm feeling maybe a double from Bale or maybe a goal from Bale and then Kiefer Moore to wrap it up with a header at the end of the game and Bale to get the assist. So great call there from Quinton. I really think Bale is the pick from this game. Uh, Lexic has just come in with his wildcard team. I will bring that up at the end of the stream. So what we're going to do now, um, if everyone can just like the video, if you've just joined the stream, I can see there's quite a few people that joined the stream. Get your comments in, get your questions in for match week two. Any questions you might have, just get them in now um, and we can go through them throughout this podcast. Any other wildcard comments, anything like that, just get them in the comments regardless. Um, We want to enjoy ourselves during the stream. Let's go on to Qatar versus Senegal. Uh, Welcome to the stream as well. On to the ball. Big up, Matt. And he says, come on, England. He is back in England to beat the US. I'm actually in the England shirt tonight, actually. So I'm going to be heading out here in Melbourne at 6 a.m. to watch that one, or 5.30 a.m. is when I will get there. Um, So let's go 2-0 to Wales. Gareth Bale is the pick. Uh, And then we've got Qatar versus Senegal. Obviously, Qatar, they didn't quite show up uh, in that first game. You know, they lost pretty, pretty easily. It was 2-0. Um, you know, and then there was obviously Senegal uh, in their fixture against Netherlands. Mendy, he didn't have a great game, making a couple of mistakes, pretty much gifting the Netherlands that game. Um, look, I'm actually going to back what uh, Q was saying here as well. He says he thinks Qatar will grab a draw next. So I'm going to say I agree. I, I can see this being maybe a 0-0, to be honest. Um We've seen a few nil-nils and I've got a feeling this could be very similar. Um, If Senegal do do nick this game by a goal to nil and and they were able to get the win, I'll back Saar. Um, I think Saar is a really good pick in midfield. We obviously know him from FPL when he was with Watford in FPL. Um, So Saar for me for Senegal, I think he's the strongest pick from this game if you are going to pick anyone. Um, I can't see a huge amount amount of goals. It's going to be nil-nil or one-nil for me. So good shout there from Quinton done from the FPL Amateurs buzz, Um, And then we've got the Netherlands versus Ecuador. It's obviously quite a few uh, players that we can pick for match week two in this one. Um, in my own side, I've got Berg-Vein. Um, I've also got Denzel Dumfries. Um, so I think, yeah, I think this again, I, I think Netherlands actually will come out with a win. I know Ecuador won the first game and they look pretty good. Ene Valencia with a couple of goals. Uh, but I think Netherlands will, will scrape this one. I think they're going to win by a goal to nil. Um I will back Gakpo again uh, to come out and get get a goal. That was Quinton's pick on the fantasy podcast last week. I'll back his man Gakpo. 1-0 to uh, the Netherlands. I think you can also have a look at their keeper as well. He's very cheap at £4.5 And um, Then you've got the likes of Dumfries, Van Dijk as well in defence. So 1-0 to the Netherlands. Plenty of picks there. Um and if you are confident in Ecuador, there's also in uh, Valencia. Uh, but I'm back in the Netherlands. And then we've got England versus USA. We've got the old football versus soccer um, with the England-USA game. This is huge. This is one of the biggest games of the round. Um, this is going to be brilliant. I'm going to back England to win. I think England were very sharp against Iran. Devastating in attack. Good on the counter-attack as well. A lot of pace in the side. Um, so England to win this one. I think they'll take the win 2-0. Um, and I'm going to back Jude Bellingham in this. He got his first goal for England last week against Iran, So I'm going to back him again. I think he's a really good pick uh, for our teams this week. Seven and a half million. I couldn't fit him into mine. I'm obviously going to show my squad at the end of, this, of the stream, but I just couldn't fit him in, unfortunately. Um, but Jude Bellingham my pick. Obviously, Saka is another good one. And then a lot of us still have Harry Kane as well. Um, comments come in from Wing. Um, I'll go through some Q&A. Uh, shortly, and um, I'll take I'll take your comment when the uh, the Poland game comes up, which is very shortly. So, but let's go on to Tunisia versus Australia. This is going to be a live watch along on this channel tomorrow. So be sure to come onto the channel live during this game. Put this uh, watch along on whilst you're watching the match, and we're going to be hundred percent live as well. So everything that's going on during the game will be a hundred percent live during the watch along. Myself and Quinton will be on there. Um, I'm going to back the Aussies to win this. I, I did think Tunisia looked good against um, Denmark. But yeah, look, I think just the buzz that was around Australia and was around Melbourne when uh, Goodwin scored that goal uh, the other night. It's just giving me a bit of a good feeling about Socceries. I know they shipped four goals and lost 4-1. But yeah, I'm going to bat them to get this. I'm going to go 2-1 to the Aussies. That man, Craig Goodwin, who Daniel Capillaro did mention in the clip, which I obviously tried to show, um, but wasn't able to. Um, that will be shown tomorrow night. He mentioned Goodwin was very sharp. Um, Quinton as well talked about Goodwin last week. Very, very good player. He's getting forward as well. So Goodwin is my pick and the Aussies to win by two goals to one. And then let's go on to the Poland versus Saudi Arabia game. Obviously, Saudi Arabia pulling off that shock uh, result against Argentina. Um, he is asking me, though, wing Zielinski and Ledwinowski double... I would not double up on the wing. I just wouldn't. I'd pick one or the other. I like both. Um, for me, I think, obviously, Ledonowski missed the penalty. Um, you know, he might bounce back now and, and score a goal. That's just what Ledonowski does. But I think whichever position you need a player in more, midfield or attack, um, make your choice. But I would not be doubling up on Poland. I just don't think there is enough goals in this Poland side, personally. Uh, and Saudi Arabia, I know they were playing that uh, sort of offside type of trap. It was like an old school offside trap against Argentina. Um, But yeah, I think they're very well drilled as well. So I probably wouldn't go for the double up. I'd pick one or the other. Uh, But I think this game will be a 1-1 draw. I think uh, Saudi Arabia got a great result against Argentina. Um, But I think Poland are quite solid themselves. And they'll come out and get a draw in this one. Uh, But Ledwinowski, Matt Cash are two of my favourite picks in this game. Uh, Especially Matt Cash at 4 million. Really, really good option as a fullback for the Poles. And we've got France-Denmark. Obviously, France winning their game 4-1. Denmark with a 0-0 draw. Uh, Denmark did beat France in the Nations League not long ago. They won 2-0. Uh, Denmark have a, a, a sort of tend to step it up in these big fixtures, I find. Uh, I think this could be a tricky game for the French. But I'll back them to win this. I think it'll be 2-1. Um, and look, I can't look past uh, that man, Mbappe, Giroud, um, another player that uh, at D10 Football mentioned when he went to the Australia-France game and just said Giroud was just so sharp. Um, and was getting in all of the right positions. So for me, Geruda Mbappe are key picks for match week two. Uh, and then we've got Argentina-Mexico. Uh, this is going to be a huge game. You've obviously got South Americans against the Central Americans, Spanish-speaking countries. Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. Mexico got the draw. Mexico can win this and pretty much dump Argentina out. Then, um, yeah, it would be absolutely massive. Um, and they're on the ropes now, Argentina. The defence was all over the place. Romero wasn't fit. Um, you know, there wasn't too much cohesion going forward. There was a lot of offsides. Um, Tricky one. I'm going to go with a 2-2 two, two draw. I think Mexico will score a couple of goals. I think Argentina will score a couple of goals. And it's going to go to the third group game, in my opinion, for Argentina. Um, but I will back Messi. I still think Messi is going to come out and produce a goal. Because in that first half, he was very unlucky not to score in the first minute of the game. He then scored the pen. He then had an offside goal. So he was still getting in behind the defence and getting opportunities. Um, so I do think he'll, he'll produce the goods, but I'm going to go 2-2 in this one. Uh, and then we've got Japan versus Costa Rica. Costa Rica obviously losing 7-0. Um, and then we had Japan with that brilliant win against the Germans. Um, going to bat Japan in this. They play great football. and They've been good in the Asian Confederation for a number of years now. So I'm going to back. Uh, the Japanese um, and the player I'm going to back. I'm going to bring it up because um, I've actually brought this guy into my team myself. So it's a defender for Japan. He's four and a half million, um, and I bring him into my side. Um, and I'm just going to bring it up so I can get the pronunciation right on his name. Um, and I've bring in, um, sorry, the centre back Itakura. He got the assist against Germany. He's four and a half million. I think a Japanese defender could be a really good pick in this. I'm going to back them to win this by two goals to nil. Um, and Costa Rica will then come out of the tournament. They will, they'll be knocked out then. They obviously still have another group game. But I think they will dump Costa Rica out at two goals to nil. And uh, any one of their defenders or the goalkeeper for me is a good pick in this game. I can see Japan keeping a clean sheet. Quentin's saying 2-1 to Japan. He's he's backing uh, Costa Rica to score, but he still thinks Japan will win. Um, and then we've got Belgium versus Morocco. Um, that Belgium edged the game against Canada. And there was obviously the penalty save as well. Um, Morocco with the 0-0 draw. But I think Belgium will come out and win this. You know, a player I mentioned on the last pod, Batshuayi, come out and got the goal. Very sharp finish. Toby odo as well. One of those brilliant long balls that he does out defence. We used to see that plenty of times for Spurs in the Premier League. Um, he got the assist. Courtois got the penalty save. For me, Timothy Castagna in defence, great pick for this game. He's going to get forward. I'd be keeping your eyes on him. Batswai as well is another good pick. Courtois, a very safe pair of hands in goal. So I think you can pick between any one of those three players, even Odderwerald, because you know he does have that in his locker to put those balls over the top. So, um, yeah, for me, it's all about Belgium in this game. I think they'll win this one. Again, I don't think it's going to be anything more than a 1-0. I can see this being a low-scoring affair, uh, but I think Belgium will do enough to get over the line and get the job done. And I'll be picking assets from the Belgium side. Then Croatia-Canada. Uh, obviously, Canada coming off the 1-0 loss. Croatia with a 0-0 draw against Morocco. Didn't really look too great. Croatia it was quite drab. Um, I still think they'll edge Canada. I think their World Cup experience will get the better of Canada. Um, so I will go um, with... I'll back that Perisic pick. The one that it didn't pay off in the first game, but I think... His World Cup experience, his quality at international level in that front three for Croatia will pay off. So I'm going to back uh, Perisic uh, from a fantasy viewpoint. And also, I think you can even put the likes of uh, Lovren in defence. I think there's um, Alstow, I think it might be, uh, one of the defenders. He's very, very cheap um, for, for Croatia at three and a half million as well. So there's plenty of picks from Croatia. Um, Canada, I've obviously got Aaron Davies. Um, you know, he would have been a huge pick if he'd converted that penalty because it's a defender on pens. Um, there's uh, I think it's David or, or David, the, the striker Q a really big fan of him. Um, he uh, he looks really good as well. But I think Croatia will nick this one again. I can see this being a one nil. There's, there's a lot of one nils, but it's just what I'm feeling at the moment in these games. And then we've got the big one we've got Spain versus Germany. Um, I did say Spain were low scorers, and then they end up winning seven nil. Um, but I also did say that Germany were going to be a team I think will exit this tournament early this year. Um, and I can see Spain winning this game. I a to back Spain for the 2-0 win. Fern Torres is going to be the pick. He got two goals in the first game. Really, really liking him from a fantasy football point of view. I think Fern Torres and Gavi in midfield, along with Pedri, are some of my favourite picks from this Spanish team. If you're going to go German, look at Gundogan. He's on pens. We're seeing pens in this World Cup, so you can't go wrong with penalty takers. Uh, And then let's go to Cameroon versus Serbia. Um, Obviously, Serbia losing uh, to Brazil. Cameroon getting the draw against um, Switzerland. Look, I'll back. It's hard to say. Again, I might back a draw in this one as well. I think I might go. Or it's either going to be maybe a 1 0 Serbia. Let's go 1 0 Serbia for this one. Um, Maybe the likes of Milinkovic Savic could come out and be a surprise pick. And lead Serbia to the 1-0 win. Um, And then we've got Korea, Republic versus Ghana. Um, Interesting game, this. Korea got the 0-0 against Uruguay. Ghana got a couple of goals against um, Portugal. Um, You know, some really good picks like Aiwu from from Ghana. Um, But I think this could be the game for Son. So I'm going to back Son and South Korea to win this one by two goals to one. So let's go Son for the Fantasy League pick. Um, And then we've got Brazil versus Switzerland. Uh, Brazil winning 2-0, really good result, good performance as well. Neymar's got the ankle knock, so I'd be keeping, really keeping your eyes on Neymar now. Like, if he's in your team, um, you could probably keep him in there, to be honest. Um, And then if you get to the end of the match week and, you know, we're going to get early team news and we think that Brazil aren't going to start Neymar, then you can literally just go, bang, Ronaldo's in. Um, and you can you can just transfer Neymar out for Ronaldo because you can use transfers um, to take out a locked player uh, for an unlocked player. And then Ronaldo would then be able to play against Uruguay. So you actually can do that. Um, you know, I did that. Well, I bring Cancelo in, obviously, didn't really get me any points anyway. But I bring Cancelo in for the Portugal game last night for Telles when I saw Telles wasn't starting for Brazil. So you can actually do that with Neymar. So you may as well keep hold of him. And then you can bring Ronaldo in or even Darwin Nunes for the Portugal Uruguay game. But Brazil, Switzerland, I'll back Brazil to win this one. Um, I'm going to go another 2 0. I'm going to go another Richarlison goal. Um, So let's go Richarlison as the pick. I picked him as one of my differentials. Um, He was 2 point something percent owned last week. I think it's going to be a lot more higher owned this week. He was in my team, 11 points. I was really, really happy with that one. Uh, Quinton's just coming. He's going to go Brazil to win 4-2. And Martinelli is his pick um, off for the start. But Richarlison is probably the pick. So um, another Richarlison fan in Quinton. Um, and before I go to Portugal, you got a couple of comments here from Wing. Uh, he agrees. more like Saka. And I think he means Kane for the North London. It double is that good. I'm um, only joking, I'm, ask, I'm actually asking Saka and Kane double England attack, joking about the pole double. Ah, oh, okay, so so Wing did ask some questions about having the Zelinski and Adonovsky double for Poland, but he actually was having a bit of a joke and he's asking, do we then have Saka and Kane? I actually like that double against the US. I think there'll be goals in that, so Saka and Kane's good. I like Saka and Bellingham, I like Kane and Bellingham. Any one of those combinations for me is good for that game. Um, so let's go into Portugal versus Uruguay. Um, you're a guy obviously with a nil nil, Portugal 3 2. So, there's plenty of goals in that one. Um, yeah, Nunes had a couple of chances, Suarez had a couple of chances, a few glimpses. Um, you know, uh, Valverde was really good. Um, so I'll back uh, Valverde, Valverde, however you want to pronounce that. I want to back him. Uh, he hit the post. I think he'll be really good for this game. I think there'll be a lot of goals and it'll be an open game. I'll go with the 2 2 draw, and Valverde is going to be my pick from this one. Um, so that is all the games. For match week two. um, And they're all my picks uh, for match week two from those fixtures. Um, Just a couple of my own sort of captain picks for this. Obviously, we've got the two players you can captain. So you can captain one player and then you can have a second chance to pick a second one. So, how I'd probably play it is I'd probably look at captaining. If you've got an England player, I'd captain an England player against the US, Saka, Kane, Bellingham. So that's what I would do. Um, And then I would probably um and this is this is if you're not using the um the captain boost so the captain boost is obviously the chip you can use um that by the end of the the match week whoever your highest point scorer is their points will double so if you're not using that if you're on wild card and you're doing your captains i'd probably go with an england player against usa um you know i think it's a good pick um you know and then if that fails you could probably wait all the way to the end um and even go to Richarlison, to be honest, against Switzerland, I think he will score in that game. And I think that's that's another really safe bet. Um, So yeah, that's that's probably how I would play it. Um, Obviously, there's other options. You could even go back to Messi. Um, Like I said, he scored the pen, had a shot in the first minute that was saved, had a disallowed goal. He was still getting attempts on goal. Um, And I'm expecting that one to be an open game. So I'd go England player. um, Then I'd be looking at maybe, um, you know, the Messi Mbappe. And then if you're not too keen on that I'd wait all the way into this Brazil game and I'd be looking at Rich or maybe even a fit Neymar if he is fit to play um so that is how I would back it I'm actually looking at the fixtures again on my screen so just so people know that's what I'm actually having a quick look at when I talk about these games also if you're new to the stream if you can please just give the, the video a like keep getting your comments in subscribe to the channel if you're new here it'd be great to have some you know some new faces some new subscribers I've got a preview podcast tomorrow, which is going to round up all of the World Cup so far. It's going to be a really good show with myself and Quinton Dunn from the FPL Amateurs of Oz. It's going to be some really good videos on there from at D10 Football, who is live in Qatar at the moment. He's over there watching games. Um, I think he's going to seven or eight games in total. And so tune in, and there's going to be a live watch along with myself and Quinton from FPL Amateurs of Oz for Australia versus Tunisia. So yeah, stay tuned on the channel, hit the subscribe button, give it a like, keep getting your comments in. Um, so what I'll do now, I've obviously just spoke about some of my captains. I've gone through all my picks as well. Um, I play a pick for this round. Um, ooh, I'm, I might even go with Bale, you know, against Iran. I think I said Wales will win this. Iran ships six goals in the first game. Um, you know, him and Tarimi are both really good picks in that fixture. Tarimi from Iran got two goals against England. Uh, but I'll pick Bale as my player of the round. Uh, why not? When when am I going to be able to pick Bale as a player of the round in a World Cup? This is the only time I've ever been able to do it and it's probably going to be the last time. So let's do uh, let's do that. Gareth Bale as the pick. Just a couple of comments that come in. Uh, the goal difference has just come in. Welcome to the pod, mate. Uh, captain in an England player is a safe choice. And I agree. I think it is a good choice against the US. I think it'll be an open game. And he says he's an Arsenal fan and Saka is the way. And I, I can't disagree You know, brilliant in the first game. Two really good finishes. And the way Kane bring that ball down for the second goal um, and put that ball through to him, the same that he did for um, the, uh, I think it was a Sterling goal in the first half. You know, the service Saka is going to get in this game from the likes of Kane. uh, Mason Mount in midfielder as well. Jude Bellingham. You know, there's going to be plenty of goals, hopefully, for England in this game. Um, So that is the uh, the roundup of the fixtures. Some of my picks, um, player picks, captain picks and everything like that. Now I'm going to bring up my other screen. So let's bring up the other screen here. I want to go through my team. So I want to share with everyone my team, how it performed, and my transfers. So I'll talk through my transfers whilst I'm doing this. If you can please get your questions in the comments, because um, I did have someone, I think it was Lexich, bring up their wild card. So I'll talk through his wild card at the end. Um, I want to try and uh, answer as many questions as I can uh, prior to wrapping up this podcast. Um, So here we go. I'm going to share screen now. Let's bring up my team and we can see how it went. Um, Like I said, a bit angry with this game because there's a lot of points that just disappeared, like key passes, uh, tackles. Goalkeeper saves obviously don't exist and players that win penalties all of a sudden aren't getting the points. So, yeah, this game is an absolute mess, but we'll continue to play it and uh, and enjoy it whilst we can. Um, As you can see, I did play the 12th man. I got nine points from Mbappé. There is no point, bonus points in this game. So the scores are not as high as what you'd get in FPL. So Mbappe would normally would have got probably three bonus or two or one. Um, but in this, nothing. So he gets nine points as the um, as the 12th man. Obviously, goalkeepers was a poor choice. Pickford did not get the clean sheet. Iran wiped out the, uh, the clean sheet. He got zero. And then Dumfries with six. Uh, cancelo cancello come in at the last minute he was a transfer i made at the end of the match day so he was one of because you get two free transfers during the match day so i bring him in he only got a point uh, Marla was already in there six points uh Di maria one point absolutely awful um we've actually had a comment that come up here and, and it pretty much sums up uh everything about Di maria yeah it was it was Rest in peace to me. That was a, a, just did not work out how we all expected with Argentina. And then Skov Olsen from Denmark, only the two points. Bergwein as well, only the two points. De Bruyne, only the two points. Where are the key passes? De Bruyne is, you know, he should have at least three or four key passes. No points for that. So that was really annoying. And no clean sheet points either. So De Bruyne doesn't even get a clean sheet point. I have no idea what's happened to the scoring system in this game. And then we go up front. I did captain Kane. Um, and then I moved it to Messi. So I've lost two points by doing that because Kane would have given me 14, and Messi's obviously given me 12. So I lost an extra couple of points. Uh, but I'll take 12 points from Messi, obviously seven from Kane. Then Richarlison was that big pick for me with 11 points. Really, really happy with that. On the bench, Al She with a minus one. Trippier I subbed out, and then Romero, really poor, zero points. And Al Malky was just a uh, bit of bench fodder anyway. So overall... 59 points, um, obviously used the chip. I'll take that. There's probably a couple of picks I would have you know, wanted a bit more from, but yeah, for a match day one, and look, it says I got minus one budget, I don't, minus one and a half, more. I don't know why, why it's saying that, but anyway, this is match week two. And what I will say, I've obviously been saying a few things about the app that I don't like. Uh, like the scoring system. It's obviously been all over the place, but what I will say, I like how they've decided, I know it's taken them one whole match week to do it, but I do like how they're bringing these pitches. Um, so here's my here's my team. Um, I've gone power captain, has to happen, decided not to wild card. I'm going to wait till match week three um, and sort of use it as a free hit for match week three. I know there's people using it for match week two, hoping that during um, the match week, they're then able to still have unlimited transfers, um, which they can then make for match week three. But I'm not 100% sure if that's actually going to work. I feel like once you activate the wild card and then the match week begins tonight, your team will then show two transfers. So up there on the screen, as you can see there, three transfers. I've got zero out of two left. I feel like that will say two out of two once the deadline begins, but I could be wrong. No one knows what's going on with this game. So um, but this is my team this week. Like I mentioned, I bring Cancelo in during the match week last time. So he's on my bench at the moment. Um, I bring in Gavi during the match week as well. Um, and to be honest, I bring these two players in at the time with the idea of using a wildcard. Um, and then I looked at my team this morning and I thought, actually, I'm not going to wildcard. I'm just going to power captain um, because I just didn't know which players I wanted to finalize my captain on out of Trippier, Messi, Kane and Rich Richarlison. So using this chip is so powerful. You're going to end up with the best captain pick no matter what. Um, so then my other two transfers are match week two. So then i got two more free transfers where Castagna come in, Marla come out. So Castagna against Morocco. um, And then I bring in uh, Gavi. I'm sorry, Gavi was already there. Who else did I bring in? Oh, yeah, Itacura come into my team for Romero because I think Argentina will concede. So that is my team. Um, I think the plan will be to um, bring in De Bruyne throughout the game week. Um, Obviously, there's going to be someone in there that, that underperforms. So De Bruyne will come in then. Uh, Pickford will come in for Alshib if, if Qatar concede. I have to bring him in pretty much straight away. So lucky I'm going to be awake for the England game, early doors here in Australia. Um, and then I'll probably bring Cancelo on at the end of the round if um, you know if I need to be uh, for maybe you know a defender that doesn't keep a clean sheet. But we'll see how this team goes. I'm using the power captain and then wild card for match week three. So that is my team for the game week. Um, before I wrap things up, we're going to bring up Lexic's wildcard team. Um, so let's have a quick look here. So what he said here, he's gone uh, no in goal, which is the Dutch keeper, Luke Shaw, uh, I think he's got uh, oh, yeah, Sabali, uh, Hernandez, Bergvine, Kamada, Kudus, De Bruyne, Messi, Giroud, and then Alisson, Bruno, Davies, and Richarlison. And he changes. You know what? I actually really like that Kudus pick. Um, I think that, that's going under the radar. We obviously know him really well from Ajax. Um, and the Champions League fantasy, so I do really like that. You've got Richarlison in there, you've got Messi in there. Um, To be honest, if I was on a wild card, I'd probably be picking one of Saka or Jude Bellingham. I'd definitely get an England midfielder in there. England will score goals in this fixture for me, Um, so I'd look at one of them. Um, I'd probably go for Trippier over Shaw if you can, but at the same time, if you need to save money, there's probably not much in it because, you know, Luke Shaw does get forward for England anyway. Um, but yeah, I'd be looking at a Bellingham or a Saka. Um, but yeah, pretty good side, mate. Maybe, you know, you could even look at a Belgium defender as well. Um, you know, I think they'll keep another clean sheet against Morocco. So Castagna, Toby Oda Wereld, uh, Tongan gets in there too. But like I said, Castagna is a good purchase for this game. So yeah, that's probably just a couple of fixes I would do. But other than that, you've got a really good squad with plenty of opportunities to rotate and make subs and change the captain obviously you get two chances so good wild card um that's probably what i would recommend um if anyone's got any other questions as well please get them in the comments um i'd like to answer some more questions um in the next couple of minutes before i finalize the podcast um don't forget as well the deadline is in about 52 minutes so yeah, make sure your teams are in, your wild card, your picks, your chips, power captains if you're using your power captain. Um, yeah, really big deadline ahead of us. Um, so, yeah, look, if I don't get any more questions that come in in the next minute or so, I'll probably look to wrap up the podcast. Um, but, yeah, if you've got questions, get them in now. Um, Fantasy League-related, World Cup-related, um, just get them in and, and I can quickly go through them now. Otherwise, give the video a like. Um, really appreciate the support. Um, if you are listening to this on the pre-record, still get your comments in. If you're not following me on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can now listen to this as a podcast on Apple and Spotify, FPR Matt Day. Please subscribe if you're new here. Um, just for some content as well this weekend, there's going to be a podcast tomorrow night. Myself and Quinton will be live on YouTube. It's going to be a World Cup summary of everything we've enjoyed so far about the World Cup. Then for Australia versus Tunisia, we're going to be doing a live watch along. So we're going to be here on YouTube live watch along we're going to be watching the game it's going to be a hundred percent live as well um, because we're going to be doing it through the local tv channel in australia here um whereas a hundred percent live so yeah we're absolutely buzzing for it um i'll be watching england usa in the morning as well and i'm maybe doing a react reaction video to it and um, just depends how i'm feeling after the game and how tired i am because i'm going to be out and about um at 5 30 a.m um to go and meet some friends to watch the england usa game um, but look, that's been the uh, the Match Week 2 Fantasy Football for World Cup 2022 podcast. Myself at FPL, Matt Day. Um, if there's no more questions, I'll give it 10 more seconds. Um, if there is no more questions, I will look to end the broadcast. Um, and again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I really appreciate support. That looks to be it. So I'll leave it there. Thanks, everyone. Good luck for Match Week 2. Um, if you have any extra questions... Um, that don't come in now before the end of the stream. Uh, feel free to put them in the comments. I'm still going to check this prior to deadline. Head on to Twitter, DM me, send me a message, um, whatever you want to do, and I'll see you all in uh, in tomorrow's shows. Thank you for uh, thank you for watching.